Hello friends, hope you're well. Recently I had the pleasure of speaking with Sylvie, an Asuka specialist from Italy. We went into quite a bit of detail about how the Aikido practitioner has changed over the course of Tekken 7's lifetime. Enjoy. Asuka's yeah, your main, yeah. and I guess Safina's your secondary. C can I pick your brain a bit about Asuka in Tekken 7? Like, what are your thoughts about that character in terms of game design and balance? Do you think she's, um, is there anything, any changes you'd like to see to Asuka? What do you think about how she's been changed over Tekken 7 season 1, 2, 3, 4? Like, yeah, just, just your general thoughts on okay. Asuka. Okay, allora, Asuka has been known to always being like not a super strong, powerful character, mm. even in the past. Yeah. Uh, she used to be. I mean, I don't, I don't want to talk about tier list because this is gonna bring too much of a. Oh, tier list. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. wanna, I don't wanna bring Forget stuff that. like this. Also <laughs> because Tekken is so much, is so much different in terms of moves and situation that you can easily overcome this. Yes. Yeah. Your experience, your knowledge, and etc. But overall, Asuka, in comparison to other characters, has never been like super strong. Okay. Yeah. Still, uh, uh, I do believe in Tekken Seven is her best version so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty unquestionable. She she's got nothing but buffs recently. I mean, she's every season they make her stronger and stronger and stronger. Yes. Even though I still believe her season two version was the best mm. because uh, forward, forward, free. Uh, it was high crush and it was ah, yeah, a yeah, mid safe yeah. launcher or normally that was sick That's I right. love that move and they nerfed down back free oh that was a key move she doesn't have strong lows that at mid long range yeah so you had to still give uh still prefer a low like that mm. now doesn't give that much pushback like before because you mm. could do like it's plus plus frames a little bit mm -hmm. but like if my opponent is whiffing something after that i can launch him right mm -hmm. uh in this case cannot really happen anymore like it just leaves you more up close to your opponent i think asuka still she's she's still good i don't think it's that bad because they've been bringing up this thing that asuka is one of the worst characters in the game as i said from asiatic players yeah, from Asian yeah. players, but personally i think uh that's also depends on how you approach the game, you play the game, because Asian players, they play the game differently from how we do Europe. Europe, mm. we play literally everything. Even if yeah. the character is low tier, we play. Like mm. in my in my country, for example, they all play all the roster. Uh, you can literally find everything. The main weakness with, with Asuka has always been just her poor punishment, especially her 10 frame punishment. Her jabs are terrible. It's the problem is mostly just the job because I cannot really complain about everything else. I've just got into the Asuka mentality pretty much. Mm. I find myself pretty comfortable with, with her, but mm. this bad job thing, it punish it's a problem because when you want to play her at an higher level, I cannot do little punishers yeah. here and there to small mistakes of my opponent. So that doesn't make my opponent even be that much worried or frightened about that two small whiffs, you know? Yeah, uh, like, because, you know, a lot of high-level Tekken is small Tekken. It's very compact. Like, a jab punish is super important, not just for block punishment, but for little whiffs, you know, little sidestep whiffs. It's like... Punishing white... little whiffs at high level is much important because then a stronger player will much less likely do a mistake. Yeah. So with Asuka, this can become a problem. Yeah, Kazumi um, was just small Tekken in a nutshell. You know, she's, you know, one 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 down forward one. You know, a good low poke down back four. She's yeah. like, 
small small Tekken in a nutshell. But Oscar doesn't even have a natural jab string, you know, and even her regular jab um, doesn't give her positive on block. So she's so lacking in that respect. This thing really needs to change. I hope they they really change this thing because it doesn't make any sense anymore that all the roster has a decent jab, but mm. Asuka, no. Yeah, we are in 2022. Can you give her like <laughs> at least one free as a, a normal hit combo? Like, just yeah, yeah. a more decent time frame Punisher. I don't think it's gonna make her extremely I, crazy powerful. Just give me I, that. I think what they're trying to do with Asuka is they're trying to retain that weakness. And that with Asuka, you're not. You're, you're trying to intercept the opponent's moves instead of mm-hmm. blocking and punishing. So you're, you're encouraged to go mm-hmm. for your. You know, for your Sabakis mm-hmm. and your parries and your, you know, your crushing moves and all that kind of stuff. Well, Asuka is a defensive character. I've always been a defensive character. I remember in Tag 2, you had to play her much more differently. You had to be very patient with her. But now in Tekken 7, because of this new system, Rage Art, Rage Drive, plus 100 on block, mm-hmm. now you are more forced to play even Asuka, more passive-aggressive. Let's not say aggressive, but passive-aggressive. You know, mm. so this will still change. Even her original um, traditional way of playing Asuka, it's gonna change because of the system. And I do believe, uh, I do think Namco still now needs to focus more on this because too many characters now has uh, now their nature has changed. Mm. They're not the same because if you're gonna change the system, that means that also you're gonna overcome some weaknesses of some characters. Otherwise, it's gonna feel too unbalanced. So you're gonna take in count this thing if you want to keep Rage Art and Rage Drive. Yeah. Otherwise, some characters that were already strong in offense, they're gonna be even stronger. Like if you I... see Paul, it, it, it <laughs> just takes, annihilates you. He is annihilates I... you with just this good 50-50 wall, especially with the wall bounce. I'm gonna be super scared at the wall. But Anaska, uh, if cannot lock it down with a bit more offense, it's just at high level just feels too struggling for an Asuka player. Yeah. Uh, maybe without changing too much the nature of the character, you can give her a better job. Um, I, I think you're right. In, cur- in the current yeah. Tekken 7 meta, they probably should because so many characters are so strong and more importantly, well-rounded. Like, yeah, exactly. Asuka has a, has a strength. But I think that's a problem with the game itself. I think instead of buffing exactly. Asuka, they should be nerfing the other characters you know? they were to, in a sense they were like uh it's like i don't know exactly how to fix this so i'm just gonna bust everything up and just let's gonna Band-Aid. make everybody super strong band-aid yeah yeah i, I remember um, when season four was oh. coming out exactly right when season four was coming out they said drastic balance changes they made this big um kind of powerpoint not powerpoint but presentation <laughs> about it and i was excited because i thought that meant nerfs because that's what everyone, you know, that that would have been for the general health of the game. But no, everyone got. Because if you nerf, people are gonna be disappointed. They're gonna be sad. That's let them, why. Let them be sad. Let them cry. I mean, I. Mm, I know, but that's like they were thinking about that. They did that on purpose. Of, co- they of course, they don't want did. to make people crying about the cat of the nerfs about the character, so they just buff. <laughs> It seems like more, maybe easier to solve the problem, apparently. It's, it's easier and it's lazier. Maybe you have read, read about this somewhere. Like, from Namco, it wasn't supposed to give, like, a season 3, season 4 to the game. But yeah, since yeah. the game has sold well, 
they did this, but it wasn't programmed, so we have we have to need to take uh, in count this thing. Uh, uh, so I do believe many choices that wasn't really uh, programmed that much. As mm. well, pandemic probably didn't help the developers to communicate well yeah, in yeah. the uh, developing process. This might also have been uh, something that blocked their creativity and giving like something new. Of course, yeah, that always has to be but... taken into consideration. Yeah, like a lot of people oh. forget that. A lot of people forget that. Talking about, <laughs> uh, talking about this diversity thing about uh, <laughs> boosting and nerfing. Okay, so. For what reason some characters you keeping their weaknesses, but then you add a DLC that has perfect punishers and perfect recovery? Like, like do um, I really need to start about that? Yeah, it's it's weird. Like it's and it's very clearly geared towards DLCs. Like I remember in season, yeah, well, season four they gave Marduk that ridiculous while standing punisher. When one of Marduk's like weaknesses was he never had good while standing punish and then they give him this this crazy um you know it's, i think it's ocf2 only yeah. minus 12 yeah do you think is that okay super uh -huh. powerful weird right mm. and yeah marduk is a dlc character <laughs> it's it's um yeah but more coin know. flip like it doesn't care it's 35 33 of uh pro game is very strong the Valetudo and such, while there are characters that doesn't even have like a better troll game than just uh, the uh, the basic trolls and the one plus two trolls, and that's it. And then there's Marduk that has so yeah. many variabilities, yeah. many different troll things. It doesn't feel equal. Um, so they wanted to make the troll game easier, but just apparently because it's still hard to troll. Uh, to to break the truths, you know. I think I think they should. Still, the problem is still there. I think. Yeah, the Vale Tudo um, throw is the the window is far too small. It's 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 sort of it's like an arbitrary mashing test trying to break it. It shouldn't be like that. Um, no, because now when when he does Vale Tudo now, you have to like yeah. mash the buttons, just trying to guess well what he's gonna try to do. One plus two, one or two, and then I have just to look at his hands like that. And I'm like, uh, okay, good luck. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah I think yeah. like, for example, Kunimitsu have a better movement. Lydia has a better movement. And they have Zafina. faster recoveries. Awesome uh, punishers. Also super long moves. Mm -hmm. Like I still don't understand why Kunimitsu has QCF 1 minus 11. I still don't get that one. Yeah. Like it feels so unfair to traditional Tekken characters. So the traditional Tekken characters, you want to keep them with their same strength and weaknesses, but no, the DLC are like privileged. Yeah, yeah it's it's too obvious. It's 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 a bit, yeah, yeah, it's it's too obvious. Hey, thanks so much for listening. You can also watch our podcasts over on YouTube at That Blasted Salami. Have an excellent day, and we'll catch you next time.